sass, signs and vibes with Coco and Amy. Dating and sex. If you're sensitive to swearing and frank conversations about sex, it's probably best to avoid this episode. Am I doing it right? Hmm. Right. So. So, you know I have a new girlfriend. Yes. And we do this new thing when we're in the car. Um, how, you know, how animals have sex and how they conceive. Mm-hmm. So that's linked to the random facts. Right. So I looked into it. It's really cute, by the way. So interestingly, snails um, are hermaphrodites, um, however you spell it. Is um, that the name of the type of snail? No, no, no. It's linked to their organs. Right. Um, so snails have both female or male reductive organs. Um, so that means snails can be can be fucked or they can fuck basically. So this is interesting because right, so, hold right. On. Okay. so snails be like, mm, oh, oh hi Amy, hello. Oh, hi. <laughs> okay, you sound like this was some shoulder action. <laughs> and then I'll be like, hmm, I decide if I want you, so I'm gonna send you a love dart. Pow, 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 pow. And then if I hit bullseye, that means I get to claim you. Hmm. Yeah. Right. But what is it? But, what so, basically, we both send in love darts to each other, and whoever hit the spots, it would be me, obviously, because, you know, obviously. So uh, I'll be like... Before oh. you carry on, excuse me with that fact, mm. I could be better at darting than nah, you. No, I don't think so. No. Anyway, so anyway, pow, I hit you with my love darts. And then I'd be like, hmm, actually, I decide I'm going to be a man today. You can decide. Yes. So you have both bits? Both, you can, yeah, how One can go in and pop in and out. And well, obviously, they don't have vaginas, balls or willies. But they've got both parts. Yeah. So, you know, I'll get to decide which ginger I want to be and I'll be picked at a man. So I'm going to be a man, and um, guess how long they fuck for? How long? Mm, 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 slap, slap, mm, Going slap. at it like this. Mm. Yeah, right. Mm, um, mm. They'll be like, like this. Mm. I mean, snails are very, very slow. They do everything slowly. Yeah. So I'm going to say they'd mm. be at it for about three hours. Really? Three hours? No, as long as mine. Twelve hours of sex. Uh, um, That's yours. (laughs) Twelve hours. I'd rather watch EastEnders for twelve hours than watch Snails for for twelve hours. Really? Yes. Serious. Twelve hours session. It's lovely. I mean, yeah, with pauses in between, but not constantly. Yeah, food, drink, you know, get snacks and then get back to the fucking. I mean, yeah, but snails are going for twelve hours straight. Yeah, twelve hours. And then they give birth within like fourteen days. Fourteen days. Yeah, quick, quick, quick. How do they give birth? Um, well, I didn't really look. They just pop open the shell and then they pop out. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me more about your dating life. Are you on dating apps? What do you think of them? I know you're dating a lot of hearing men at the moment. Tell me more. Lots. Tell me. Lots of hearing men. Lots of men. Well, fucking at the moment. Right, dating apps. It's interesting because I've only started using them in the last year. Mm. I never really paid attention to them before that. Uh. So the last year, do you remember we both downloaded the app at the same time? Yes. So we, you know, have a bit of a you go. You were successful. It was a flop for me. Yeah, you don't. You yeah. don't really enjoy the dating no. apps, do you? 
Whereas I was, I was okay, but I was like, wow, it is full of hearing people, yeah, full of but... them. And obviously me being deaf, I was immersed into this hearing world of dating. So yeah, it was very different, very different. But I'd always stated that I was deaf on my profile. I'd put, I'm deaf, let's see if we're up for a challenge. Oh, just okay, to, you know, true, make it a bit, yeah. yeah, rather than I'm just deaf and I don't speak and mm, I, yeah. I use British Sign Language. I was playful with it. Mm. So I put that, let's see if we're up for a challenge. And it showed that, you know, I was a confident deaf woman. And key, I think, yeah. yeah, I think it's healthy. It's important. So I'd always made it clear that I'm deaf. And then, we'd, you know, we'd exchange messages easily. But then when we actually met in person, that was always the hardest part. Yeah, it's scary. You know, you're nervous, yeah. you're unsure. Like, how am I going to communicate, uh, having to think about that? Yeah, it's, you need to, con- yeah, communication. Yeah, so some experiences have been good. Some of them, not so good. I remember there was this one guy that I matched with. He was gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. I was like, you, he fancies me. He was so handsome. And we started texting, but something in me said it felt fake. a bit off. Yeah, I thought it was fake. Catfish. <laughs> yeah, catfish. <laughs> oh, yeah, catfish. So I asked him, I said, can you please send me some ID? Yeah, I remember you telling me And my friend that. was like, you can't ask that. That's Stupid. so personal. No, and I was like, oh, but how am I going to know if this person is genuine? How am I going to know that they're real? Mm. My friend was like, no, 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 I can't believe you've done that. No, and I was like, oh... So we decided that it was best to ask him to take a photo of him, you know, sticking his tongue out or put his hand on his hair, do one or two tasks to see if he replies and then you know that he's real. I was like, ah, right, okay. So I learnt from that. And there was, you know, so few deaf people on dating apps. You get on with some and not so much with others. But yeah, very different. Why don't you like dating apps? Well, when I was younger, from like 17 onwards, we didn't really have dating apps. We had like, like Gaydar Girls or MySpace. You know, we we have like I've dated online and met people online. Then um, you know, the last like sort of six years, like since I broke up with my ex, I was just not in the mood to do it online. Um, like I needed the connection with people, like mm. organic, um, organic, organic, organic this way, whatever. Um, you know, I need to meet them to see if there's a spark. I just always like to swipe constantly, like swiping left. I just need something more like a substance, not just a face. Mm. And I'm really fussy, you know, I'm a bit of, you know, a bit of a snob. Just, yeah, a little bit of a snob. snob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I just rather face to face. It's just much better for me. Um, yeah, I met my first girlfriend online. The other two I met, um, you know, in real life. And my current girlfriend I met through work. Yeah. So it's nice, yeah, the chase, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, the flirting, the build up. But online, you just, you know, just messaging back and forth, you know, kind of have to force flirt. You've had a few dates with Maps, though, haven't you? Oh, yeah, I had some good and bad ones. What's yeah, good yeah. on? Tell me. <laughs> oh, well, before I met my partner, I went on, like, two, three dates. Mm-hmm. And the first one was after I broke up with my ex, who was quite a toxic relationship. Um, so, you know, my confidence quite, you know, really low. I just wanted to break through that and mm-hmm. put myself out there, you know, like, come on, Coco. So I met this lovely woman called Nikki. Um, went on a date, we chatted for about an hour or so. It was lovely, good vibes. But yeah, yeah, we good got on well. Good. Yeah. Um, and then she just asked, you know, what's happened with your ex? Why did you break out? And I literally, I just broke down. <laughs> I was just like sobbing. I was mortified. Was it a bashful cry? Or was it yeah, full was on like, like lip quiver and yeah. sob? I sobbed. 
I like I couldn't off. breathe at one point. It, you know, it went on for like 15, 20 seconds. And she was just like, you know, she was so lovely and understanding about it, you know, reassured me, consoled me, you know, she was really sweet. But Aww. we've been friends ever since. You didn't no, kiss her on that day. No, did we you? did not <laughs> kiss on the first day. I think she would put off. You're in no position. Yeah, she was like, you're not ready. Yeah, I agree. I was not ready. And, you know, yeah. But I do think that heartbreak is one of the hardest things to mm. go through in life. I, but I also think that people need to experience oh, that. Yeah. I don't know why. I think you just need to feel that because I think that level of upset mm. and sadness that comes from the heartbreak of a relationship is so different yeah. to any other feeling. And it helps you become a better person. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, you shouldn't compare, but it helps you for your next relationship. You know, yeah. what went well, what went wrong. Definitely. Um you know, you learn about yourself, what you like and what's yeah. important to you in a relationship, what you need, yeah. you know, this, that and that. Um, you know, after my ex, I feel like I'm more, like, empathetic, understanding now. You know, she felt I never really considered her feelings and I was criticised for that. So I'm much more thoughtful and I think, yeah. like, you know, twice now, um, you know, before, like, you know, rather than instantly reacting and thinking they don't like me, I don't know. But, um, mm. yeah, I'm just not, you know, more considerate of other feelings. Yeah. Relationships definitely make you look at who you are as a person. Mm. I remember when I broke up with my ex and it, it was not easy. But I did two things for me that when I look back, I'm really grateful for now. Because my confidence was all over the place. You know, I, I'd had regular sex for many years with the same person. And it was like, OK, all of a sudden it's like, where do I start? I've got to consider being naked with a new mm. person. It's like, oh, no, 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 mm. you know, cover myself up. And I didn't feel confident about that. So I bought 12 sets of new lingerie yeah. so that I could wear them, you know, throughout the year. And, you know, every month a new piece of lingerie, different colours and styles. But I bought mm. that for myself. So some days, I'd, you know, I'd go out to the cafe nice. or I'd eat for lunch and go to the cinema and I'd have it on and I'd yeah I'd feel good and no one you know no if anyone saw it then look at it but I was wearing it for me and that really boosted my confidence and that confidence helped me Mm. to reflect on my relationships with you know partners my family friends work everything Mm. and I felt very lucky because I could afford to pay for counselling especially for a deaf counsellor because that waiting waiting list yeah you'd be waiting for such a long time and I couldn't wait for that you know my mental health is so important and I wanted to get it sorted quickly and some advice I got that really hit home is that, you know, when you've got your bag and it's heavy, what do you do? You'll see this. I'm not, oh, do I need this? No, I'm going to give it to you. Do I need that? No, nope, I don't need to carry that. Mm. And that was a really useful metaphor for my feelings. I was taking yeah. on everyone else's feelings. And I need to, you know, focus on Back myself. Off. Yeah. So that was some really useful advice that I got. Mm. and I've channeled that into my life now I mean, I'm enjoying my relationships and sex more and just more confident like you, you mentioned you was in a relationship with a man obviously a man um, a deaf man and since you've been on the dating scene you mostly dated hearing men do mm. you feel there's a difference? hang on let's clarify not dating well, per se you know friends with benefits <sighs> friends with benefits okay so, yeah, I'd always dated deaf men previously, but I felt like I had no private life. So imagine if I was, you know, fucking a deaf guy and then, you know, we fuck. And then two weeks later, mm-hmm. one of my friends is socialising with their friend and they get chatting. They're at a, you know, a party together. And then there's one guy that I'm having regular sex with. He's good friends with my brother, but then is also friends with my ex. And it's like, oh, it's like I don't want to go to work and know that they know about my private life because I didn't have any privacy. Mm. Whereas in the hearing world, nobody knows anything. Mm. It's just, you know, there's a lot more privacy there. 
So obviously the communication is very different. You know, with deaf and used to be as hell. With hearing people, it's different. Yeah, They're trying to gesture well, and yeah. yeah. Whereas you're, you really go for hearing them, don't you? No, well, yeah. I had one, like, well, two deaf girlfriends. One I was fourteen, so they don't really count. But yeah, I mainly date hearing people because of privacy. Yeah. yeah, I like my own privacy. Plus, I'm like gay, and obviously, like the deaf and gay community is so small. So smaller. No, I probably shed all the best <laughs> deaf lesbians, you know what I mean? But, you know, been there, done that. Yeah. Um, the deaf community is so small. Yeah. So with the deaf lesbian community, it'll be yeah, even who, smaller. Who, yeah, who is out there? It's like, like apart from my ex, mm, <laughs> there's no, no one, one left yeah, for you. Yeah, no one, no one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I understand it more now in terms of privacy, because, yeah, before... But, but but also like my previous two exes were both hearing, you know one tried to adapt and she fit in the deaf community really well. You know she she's considered like she was like really close friends with my my friends still now. Um, but my most recent ex like she learnt to sign, but I felt she, she just yeah, didn't fit she, in. she didn't fit in. She didn't understand her culture, you know the deaf way. Um, you know there was a lot of barriers and like conflicts between our worlds. Mm. Like for example, like like my ex ex girlfriend be still be part of my ex ex still be part of my friendship group, but obviously because you know my current ex didn't wouldn't like it because like, it's the same group and like you know there'd be mm. problems. Going to be around each other. Yeah. So I thought you know that's it. I want a coder, a child of like deaf mm. adult or like an interpreter, so they would fit in. Yeah, you know they recognise and like can understand the deaf identity, but they also understand both cultures and therefore like understand who I am. So I put it out to the universe, pleaded, manifested, and I received her. Yeah, you're right. I think with a coder or an interpreter, you get someone with understanding of both worlds rather than Absolutely, being you know, yeah. family culturally one or the other. Mm, yeah, like my current girlfriend, she just loves me for who I am. Mm. Um, you know, she understands me, my deaf culture, my family. You know, my parents are like grassroots deaf, and she just understands them and can communicate with them. Mm. Like we went to the Lake District district with my family recently, and it was lovely. Like I could just leave them to it. Yeah, you don't have to worry. Mm, yeah. So do you think moving forward, you would like you know want a hearing man, or are you sticking to like deaf boyfriends, or maybe you're more open to hearing partners now? So all my previous partners have been profoundly deaf and had deaf fam- families, so I never felt excluded or had that dinner table syndrome experience. We'd always have those, you know, we were fluent and communicated really well. So I'm used to that, but find the deaf man now, well, the options are limited. But a hearing partner, a guy that learnt to sign, and he just picked it up. It was really Pow. good. Yeah, he had a really good attitude. Good and attitude, that meant yeah. the sex was much better because we had that connection with other hearing people. The sex had been fun, but didn't have that much of a connection because they couldn't sign. Mm. So having that, yeah, makes the difference. But I'm much more open to dating a hearing person now. Yeah, Before, I'd be like, no, nope, deaf mm. only. So yeah, I'm much more open to the idea. Although I would still be nervous because... You know, I've 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 never had a hearing relationship before. I've never experienced it before. But mm. I'm open to you know give it a try. But at the moment, I'm just enjoying the single mm. life. And so, sex. What's your favourite sexual position? What's mine? I have one. Mm. So it's when the other person is lying down and I'm on top, facing what? the other way. What do you mean? <laughs> you really want me to show you? Yeah. So let's imagine me lying down. 
Right, so you need to lie down. Right, okay. <laughs> right, so. Right. Ah! <laughs> then what? Then you know, if you have such a connection, you know, you can. Right, hang on, wait, wait, let me explain. So you can be, you know, kissing the neck. Shots up, then you can touch the breast and reach over. You can reach everything down here, and it's you know, you've got this connection, it's lovely. Aww. You can do it with your girlfriend, too. You know, it's nice to be friendly, <laughs> right? Right, right. <laughs> well, I'm quite small, I can't reach. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's nice. Mm. You can still have a relaxing conversation. How was right. your day? What do you want for dinner? <laughs> Ow, <laughs> oh. have you seen that before? What's your favourite? That's just oh. mm. yeah, right. What's your favourite position? Thank you for teaching me. You look yeah, little yeah, right. Have some water. <laughs> right. Sorry, girlfriend. Apologies to the girlfriend. Wow, wasn't expecting that. Thank you for educating me. <laughs> so, what's yours? Well, you know what mine. Uh, Love yeah. licking. You love to lick out, yeah. But I mean, position-wise, what are you doing? Are you what are you doing when you're doing that? What are you doing? I like to lick and give oral um, penetration at the same time. You know, get the legs to shake and penetrate, and then they just squirt. <laughs> That's me to them, but them to me. Um, hmm. um, don't know. Probably doggy. Don't know. Don't mind a bit of doggy style. So you're a lesbian, but you fuck men on holiday. Well, it seems to be the case, yes. <laughs> yes, has. More men than me, but it's fine. Yeah. Really, it's linked to, um, you know, I've been a gold star. It's a lesbian term. You know, it means you've never fucked a man before. Oh, that's gold star. Yeah. yeah. So I've been a gold star, lesbian for 30 years. And I had a bucket list of things that I want to do. And it was on the list, you know. I just want you to tick it off and say I've done it and yeah. to see what it's like. The opportunity came up and I thought, fuck it, you, me, let's go. Mm. Yeah, and I liked it more than I thought I would. Um, you know, you know, I'm more of a giver and now I'm like, you know, more versatile as I grow up. Um, but, you know, growing up, you know, I was always the giver and I was just wanting to let go and just let, you know, a man to take control. Um, yeah. Role reversal. Just the one-off, mm, just to mm. see, it's nice. You know, it was fun. Um, oh. And I did tell them I was a lesbian, you know, I'm them, lesbian. I am a lesbian. <laughs> so, you know, you're going to have to lead. So how did your friends react when you told them? Obviously, they know that you're a lesbian. So when you said that you fucked a guy, did they have any questions no. or questions no, of sexuality? They were all, yeah, shocked. But I've always said I wanted to try it. Um mm. So, you know, they didn't really ask questions about my sexual preference of change or anything. But before I would strictly say, no, I'm lesbian. But now I would say I'm queer and yeah. open. I would fuck anything, really. But, yeah, but really you don't need to label yeah. yourself. No, it's not important. Not in, so not important to label yeah, yourself. Yeah, I think the perfect example is your girlfriend. She'd been straight all her life until she fell mm -hmm. for you. And, you know, that didn't need a label. No. Sometimes you fuck women, sometimes you fuck men. But that doesn't mean you're... It doesn't mean that you're a... <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I confuse myself now. Does it mean that you're straight? Fluid, yeah. Yeah, yeah fluid. fluid. Yeah, there's no label. We don't always need labels. Like, it's, it's a worry with our current society, obsessed with labelled, mm. labelled, labels. Um, it gives them now, pressure. They don't always need that. Like, growing up, I've always, like, asked, you know, what are you? And I'm just, like, I'm just Coco. I'm just, I'm who I am. Mm. Um, I think labelling sometimes can, like, confine you as a person and mm. you're restricted and you know mix and you'll be fine yeah 
And it can create so much pressure mm, as well. Mm. Like, without a label, you can just be who you want to be. Experiment if you want to and, you know, who's yourself? You're straight, and but you fucked a woman before, haven't yeah. you? How was that? Yeah, it was... It's funny because I did not expect it at all. I went to a close friend's wedding and then went back to the accommodation and then it just happened. It was really, huh? Yeah, surreal. It was interesting. Mm. Yeah, most of my friends were like, Amy, what are you doing? <laughs> I was shocked with myself as well, but I've always been open and said I'd like to try it with a woman and see what it would be just as a new experience. And that's sort of linked to this one girl that I dated for a while. You know, she was my type, perfect. You know, she's lovely, gorgeous, we, you know, connected really well. And then when we started fucking, I was like, oh. Like, it was like she was like a porno. Um, you signed porn? Porno? Yeah, how do you sign porn? Porn. Oh, porn. porn. <laughs> Maybe I made that sign <laughs> yeah, porn. Definitely porn. made that up. I've never seen that before. Porn. Porn. Yeah, works. Yeah, so when we fucked, it was like a porn film. Like, all the posing and the pouting and making faint noises, the groaning and the moaning. The, and she was just like, uh, uh, mm, and I hated it. Like, I just hate it. It just gave me, like, it just gave me the it. I hated it. Even if I dropped something, she would bend over so distractively. I'd be like, mm, you know, it's and it's just like, uh, I ran a mile. No, bye bye. <laughs> yeah, it's not for it's you. It's a shame because she was nice, really, but. Yeah, but porn, though, sometimes it's not even in yet, and they're moaning, oh, and I'm like, hello, it's not mm, even gone in yeah. yet. It's like, <laughs> oh, um, you know, throw it off this in, you, you know, moan away, but. It's like, you know, there's no penetration and they're moaning. It just makes me disengage from it. It's just too fake. Don't you watch porn then? No, I mean, some of my friends watch it. Some of my female friends watch it and male friends. But I'm just not interested. I'm not interested mm, at all. Same. It's just, yeah, I just don't watch it and don't get, I don't get horny no. from it or anything. If it's a film, I might be able to get off on that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, get excited. But not porn. There's nothing there. You have, like, the build-up, don't you? Yeah. Like, porn is like, wham, bam. Yeah, it's just too fake. And, I mean, porn is very, very popular. But it can affect marriages mm, and relationships. Right. Some couples, they split up because the husbands or wives right, are yeah, watching right. too much porn. It can affect mm. your sex life as well. You've got, yeah. you know, this image of women and in skimpy outfits and, you know, how they're dressed and how they have sex. And it's like, oh, but, and you know, you've got... Then real life comes yeah. and it's just it's nothing like that. And it's like, oh, no, 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 I want what problem. I saw in the porno. So your expectations mm. and pressure just get that's higher That's the problem. Like, another problem with, like, porn in the woman... Like, the women are so, like, skinny with big fake boobs... Mm. You know, it's not realistic, and like the vagina is always like smooth and clean shaven. Yes, not realistic, yeah, not is like it? Like, life, you know, it? some mm. women don't even want to shave, like they're hairy, and that's fine. You know, it's not very well represented. Mm. Um, you know, I know the most watched like type of porn includes like rough sex. Like, you know, does everyone like mm. rough sex? No, it's like consent as well. You need to be checking mm. if they're okay with just yeah. being choked and grabbing their neck. You just get grabbed from nowhere, and it's like, oh, hang on. It's yeah. like you have to ask, do you mind? Is that okay? I remember with my ex, used to watch porn all the time. I would get really, really offended by it because I'd be like, hello, I am what, here. Your relationship? Yeah, it's like you're with me, but you're I'll watching like porn. That. So I'd be like, hello, you know, I'm here. I do look after myself. Look at me. Look at you. You're beautiful. Wake up, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do look after myself. Our sex life is good. You know, I'm attending to your needs. So why are you going to then watch porn? So I said, right, porn ban. I will give you the porn. Forget the actual porn that you're watching. I'm going to give you more. I'm going to give you the porn. 
So I said to him, you know, he stopped, but he might have continued to do that. But I would, you know, send pictures and things like that. But looking back, in hindsight, I shouldn't have stopped him. I should have just said how I felt about it rather than saying, you know, there's a porn ban. So I think, you know, I learned from that. We should have explained we'll how we felt together. and had a conversation. Oh, I mean, no, you'd watch it and I'd fall asleep and you'd probably go off another wank or something. Yeah, but that would offend me as well. Yeah, it really affected my confidence. Because, mm, definitely. you know, it's different levels. It doesn't represent no, kind of reality no. and real sex. So, yeah, I don't think My ick, obviously, the woman, you know, fake posing. <laughs> hate it. What's your ink linked to sex? My ick... My ick is kissing. Right, okay. So, if there's an attraction there initially with someone, the first thing I need to do is kiss them. Oh, yeah, of course. It's the most important thing. It's number one. Of course. I need to have a kiss. Before you kiss him. Yeah, because if you're kissing yeah. me and I can't stand it when their tongue is willing around in my mouth, it's like, chill out. It's like a bit of a washing like machine a washing going around the back Ooh. of my throat. It's like, chill out. That's disgusting. I remember there's one guy and it was just like, it was far mm. too much. It was all in there. And afterwards, Ooh. I literally had to wash my face. It's too much going like on. Like in or on, 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 around, like yeah. licking your face. Oh. No, 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 no. That is my number one. Either. Being given any feedback. <laughs> yeah, so you need to change. You know, I did text him and say, right, calm down. You need to calm really? it down with the whole tongue action. And he agreed. He said, oh, yeah, I got a bit overexcited, a bit eager. And he said he'd be calm down next time. But then, yeah, it, it did calm down. Kissing so is important. important. Yeah, it's a huge And I'm like, yeah, you have to be a good kisser or forget it. Forget if, it. For life. Till you die, sex, just sex or kissing, which would you choose? Ooh. Well, I say kissing, I mean, you know, kissing and cuddling or fucking without kissing. Fucking without kissing or with no, kissing? No, no, just, you know, hump, hump, thump, bump, that style. Uh, oh, no, I I would choose... We've got high sex drives, don't we? Yeah, so, okay. choose wisely. I would choose... Yeah, kissing and cuddling. Mm, same. Mm. Yeah. One thing I've learned from that is I do get a bit of a you know orgasm from kissing. Ooh. I had a small one recently, which didn't never happened before. I was like, oh, that's quite a new mm. thing. I, I love like love kissing when you're sort of breathing the other person in. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever done that? Yeah. Love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. Right, I, th- I think we should have a bit of a break. Yeah. I think you're getting a bit flustered over there, I can Ooh, see. I think we should have a bit of a break. Pawn! <laughs> right, why don't we pick a word from our bowl? Bowl of words. Give it to me. It's good change. Give it to me. <laughs> you pick. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. It's split it, content, warning. Right. Mm, the C word. Perfect. The C word. See you next Tuesday. That's your old favourite word, mm, isn't it? Yeah. It's funny because that's quite relevant to this yeah, topic. Yeah, perfect. So, I think, you you know, the C word, you sign like this. Mm-hmm. And if it's wet, you should sign it like this. Just inform everyone I have created this sign. Just to tell everyone this is my sign. Oh, it's interesting the c word mm. you know deaf people use it quite a lot when they're signing they use it quite often but for a hearing person yeah, to hear that it's yeah, quite it's shocking awful. isn't it but deaf people mm. have got a different view Strange. of it Strange, but i think it's because we sign vagina it's visual we don't always speak the word cunt mm. while, when, when we're signing it do you know what i mean you know hearing people empathize on the um the t and you know it's just 
degrading yeah. to be called a cunt. Um, you know, so hearing people against it, um, yeah, I used to say it a lot back in the day, but I've grown out of it now. Yeah. I remember when I didn't realise how offended hearing people were when they heard it, because deaf people use it all the time. But then a hearing mm. person would hear it and they'd be quite shocked, and that's yeah. when I realised. I, I like the word. I think it's, you know, quite, you know, quite powerful. You rarely use that word, don't you? Yeah, no, I don't really swear. No, you don't, actually. Yeah. Growing Why? up, my parents didn't really swear. My so parents don't I just really don't think swear. it's necessary. I only swear if it's absolutely necessary, if, you're, no, if I yeah, need you to. No, you don't swear. Yeah, some people, you know, I'm going to the fucking shop to buy a fucking Coca-Cola. It's like, right, come on, we don't no, need this. We don't no. need to swear or, oh, fuck off. Or mm. it's like, nah. mm. yeah, it's just not mm. my style, really, to swear. Don't know. Yeah, I swear a lot. Oh, yeah, God. I do. I'm watching it, I quite enjoy mm. it, but I just it don't do it. It doesn't really nah. suit me. No, 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 don't suit me, come on. But no, the C word, mm. don't use the C word, it's horrible. You say it yourself. Tell well, yourself that. I'm, I've cut down now. You know, at Christmas I was given a cunt mug. Really? Yeah. You see you tea on it. You have a t-shirt with it on as well, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. That's quite a lot. You need to start selling some stuff. Oh, not good, is it? Not good. No, no more. No more cunt. No, no more. more. No more. Throw it away. away. Yeah, throw it. Balls, bollocks, testicles instead. Finish my tea. Would you like more tea then? Let's go. Tea please, two sugars. Next time. Really, you kept, you were obsessed with me. You kept approaching me and I was like, to tell you, back off. Uh, be honest. Be honest, tell them. Come on, be honest. No, I remember you were very flirtatious. I am, I am a flirty person. Sass, Signs and Vibes is hosted by me, Coco Bryden, and Amy Campbell-Nottage, who is voiced by Louise Mitchum. Shoot in the Distant producer, Dan Mendfield. Video editing, Steb Cunliffe. Original music and audio mixing, Chris Bailey. Executive producer, LMA Roby. Executive editor, Rachel Drummond-Hay. This is the Drummer Pod, brought to you by Drummer Television.